Yo, did you see that article in the Times today where they they invested three million dollars, like uh, scientists and, and governments, in uh, in reflecting sun back out into space and doing a total snowpiercer? Oh wow! Yeah, that, no. that's not going to end badly at all. They no. were like, "Well, we got to cool down the Earth while we uh, reduce carbon." Yeah, and that's how you do it. Well, I mean, you know, it's not so bad. There's a, no, you know, we probably won't be the ones eating cockroaches. Uh, welcome to another episode of Podjiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. I'm Pajiba comedy editor Dan Hamamura. And with me, as always, are Pajiba TV editor Tori Preston. Hello, Dan. Hello, Tori. And the guy with the site, Dustin Rolls. Hello, Dan. <laughs> Hello. You know, we were we were gonna do like multiple introductions, weren't we? Well, we're so so there. I thought about God. that, and we uh, we decided. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll still look. The point is, uh, just just to be clear for everyone, we are recording this on Monday, November second, twenty twenty. And it is not releasing until Wednesday, November fourth, twenty twenty. So, God, do you think anything's happening on November third? <laughs> Look, That's I don't a know. Gap, right? I, I I don't. All I do on November on Tuesdays is uh, edit the podcast, ha ha ha, and uh, get it ready for release. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just laundry day here. So, uh, so yeah. so I don't know what happens on Tuesdays, uh, you know, in the future or in the past, but. Uh, it's it's either you know congratulations or oh boy or uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I think either way, the one of those world three. is gonna burn. Um. Uh, thank you, Dustin. <laughs> thanks, Dustin, for being so. So this is the last episode, maybe. Uh, we we had a good run. You know, we made it. I don't know. I think we're into like the sixties, so that's not bad. Wait. I think I think Tori and I will be able to continue. I mean, they're not gonna. I mean, the world's not gonna burn in Maine or Vermont because nobody cares about us. L.A. On the other hand, I will say oh uh, a lot of stores have put up plywood on like they're boarded up their windows and doors. Uh, but I like to think that they already had the plywood from earlier in the summer, <laughs> that's right. so they're just like, well, we've got it. Might as well use it, you know. Um, Specifically yeah. now, this week. Specifically now, for some uh-huh. reason, uh, you know, on in early November, um, it's a good, it's a good time for it. It's a good oh, look, you know. Dang. It's a good look. The uh, the boarded up, boarded up uh, grocery store look. Um, all those Halloween uh, hooligans, you know. We're we're one of those states that's that's really old. So, when, like everybody's dying out, and there's not enough people to. Uh, take the uh, young person jobs when they die. So, you know, the writers come here. We'll just, you know, give them a job. Yeah. They can work at the stores. That's right. You don't even need to riot. We'll just give you the stuff. With- oh, you're saying you're saying after, uh, at when there is no more Hollywood and uh, it, people <laughs> need to yeah. flee. You know, you know, you could finally start uh, filming those Stephen King uh, TV shows in Maine. Oh, that would be different. What are the Wouldn't tax it? breaks like? That's really all we care about. Yeah, we don't got shit for tax breaks, I guess. Oh, well then. Because they're filming it in like a podunk town in Massachusetts, which yeah. is like Instead of three Maine. hours away. Right. 
that's yeah, because they're giving money, so it's just you know. They could, just what about the authenticity of being in Maine with Mainers exactly. and not making uh, freaking you know? Uh, yeah, but nobody Tim Robbins fake it. No, nobody in L.A. or New York knows the difference, so it's fine. <laughs> well, clearly, because Vancouver is New York. Yeah, Vancouver is everything. It's great. Um, I don't even think they shot Super Troopers in Vermont, or not all of it. I think they uh, probably shot parts of it in Massachusetts, too. Yeah, probably. Which is just, like, hugely insulting. <laughs> As the one movie to represent your, your great state. And represent it well. That's the thing. Right. <laughs> like, that movie was a comedy unless you grew up here. And then it was just kind of accurate. <laughs> oh, so it's kind of like falls into like the Portlandia zone where it's, yeah. it's a little too close. It's a little too close to home. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I love Super Troopers, but sadly, a uh, movie, which we don't talk about no, here. No, we don't talk so. about that. Sorry. Famously, we're a TV podcast. Uh, also, I just said famously, which I stole from uh, the sports podcast because <laughs> I listen to that all the time. So sorry to uh, Katie Nolan and crew. Um, also, we would never be mistaken for famous. Uh, and I don't yeah, know sports, but, so look, I do. We have we yeah. have people who listen, Dustin. There are people who listen. Important and people. Important. You don't know, man. You you said specifically not to tell you anything about our listenership, and I would just like to say that we got a five star review the other week. So we did take that. Uh, you know, Pod Save America. Um, <laughs> We're, 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 we're Suck it, Favreau. Suck it, Favreau. We're, we're, we're climbing the charts. Anyway, uh, this week we're going to talk about The Mandalorian. Uh, uh, you know, maybe the one good thing to come out of recent times, um, at least since, you know, Ted Lasso. Uh, Was it? Supernatural, briefly. Dustin, you be quiet. Uh, we're going to play a game. Uh, but before all of that, what is everyone drinking for, you know, probably heavily, but, you know, I can't imagine why. Uh, Tori. Uh, well, um, I was going to take it easy in light of mm-hmm. reasons why I might want to save my liquor reserves for tomorrow. Right. Um, Understandable. And then that got shot to shit because I, <laughs> I finished a half a bottle of wine, partially for cooking. Um, but it was the same <laughs> bottle I was drinking last week during the podcast. So to be fair, it needed to be finished. Um, and then I didn't want to open another bottle of wine. So I'm just drinking bourbon with seltzer. Wow, like yeah, a classy right. lady. Okay, wait, I have a question. Yes. So how does the how does the bourbon with seltzer work for you? Because when I tried it like a month ago, you did, did it not with go mineral well. water. <laughs> oh, so it's gotta be seltzer, not mineral water. That's well, I mean it's gotta be yeah. Okay. And like I have a oh, I have a polar uh blood orange lemonade seltzer. It's it's delightful. Shut up. <laughs> no, that, that sounds good. Uh, I was I was Imagining it, um, uh, Dustin. What are you? Uh, what are you drinking? Um, I'm still in that wine club, and I have to tell you guys, it's it's a terrible, terrible uh, <laughs> expense, and, and I really need to call and Did cancel it. Did you get a third box? When I, yeah, I've got my third box, and uh, what has happened is uh, I have two bottles open in front of me, um, both of which were tried during like uh, Shabbat dinner and not enjoyed so I'm drinking the the other three-fourths of both bottles one of them which is called Batik and the other one is called um here's the with the logo Holdfast Avast 
so how much what is a case of you that know, wine? Not the hundred dollar label one, but like the where they send me six a month. Right. And that's and that's the really the thing is I have no idea. You don't know like, how much it costs. I should look at it. They've never sent me a bill or a receipt. They just send me. I assume that it's on my bank statement, and I haven't looked at my bank statement. Yeah, I should and find out. Uh, I my checks haven't bounced or anything, so I guess it's not exorbitant. Too but bad. it's also you can like how much because it's six bottles of wine, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So at Trader Joe's, if you were to buy like what is your average bottle that you buy at Trader Joe's? Oh, of course, eight ninety nine. That's my that's my your that's thing. your sweet spot, like nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you, like, how much money are you saving on crappy male wine? Oh, I'm not saving any. I'm, I'm, I'm certain that I'm spending double that. You think? I, I think. No. Hmm. Hold no. fast. A vast. That sounds terrible. I, I mean, I mean. also, it's, it's a vast, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But. Well, then why, how does that... <laughs> How does that rhyme with hold fast? It's a hold vast. fast. Oh, vast? oh my god! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like hold you know, fast, a vast. Like no, that doesn't sound right. What are you talking about? It does. You, you said fast and a vast in the same tone as yeah. you should. Why would it be different from a vast? Like the part that rhymes is the same. Right. <laughs> it's the second syllable. It's also still two syllables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hold and a don't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't have to because the last syllable right, does. But, but Dustin's saying it, it didn't work because it didn't rhyme. You don't understand. I've had a lot of this wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, look, at least we can all laugh here on, on November 2nd. It's nice. On November 2nd. This will be a great, a great relic, a great time capsule of where we were. In this moment. Actually, speaking of, do you feel like enormous pressure for this episode? Like, that we need to have maximum amounts of fun and frivolity knowing, not because we don't know what comes next, but also wanting to temper that? Well, I didn't until you just said it. Well, no, but then it's also like, well, (laughs) how do we temper that? Because by the time it comes out on Wednesday, maybe it's all a huge mistake. Oh, God. Right? Well... Like what if this what if this becomes the episode that never sees the light of day? Because like by Wednesday we're like we can't release this. We had too much fun. We can say whatever we want. Dan, um, I've always been in love with you. <laughs> in love or love? Because those are two different things. Are and they? Yeah. He thinks a vast and a vast. Well, that's fair. <laughs> hey, uh, hey. The good thing is that that means that I can I can interpret that statement in any way that I choose. Yeah, and, just uh, just pronounce it differently. And so I would like to say uh, in the, oh shoot, I thought it was a friend's reference, but I don't think it is. But I can say thank you, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> is that and, a friend's reference? Uh, I, don't I don't know either. No, but I don't it sounds think familiar. It is. I don't know friends. Anyway. anyway. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, what am I drinking? I'm drinking. Uh, I'm near the end of my Jura single malt Scotch whiskey, uh, which I definitely did not hear of listening to uh, uh, Pods of America. Uh, <laughs> suck at Favreau. Uh, but um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I actually came into the tonight also like you, Tori, thinking I was not going to drink or at least take it easy. You know, because yeah. of you know future events. Maybe Pace yourself. But, that is I have uh, no illusions. That is no longer happening. Oh. <laughs> it's because of my technical difficulties. It drove it me is. both to drink. 
yeah, yeah Dustin had those? some trouble. Yeah. He couldn't. Uh, he he turns out. You know what the solution was? This is the this is the part that I like. Is that uh, after some time, it was finally decided. Oh, what if I restart my computer? And it worked. It um, did. Hold so. fast, a vast. It's not. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Let's yeah. just move on because Justin's going to say that thirty more times. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. a really lovely thing to say. Just try it at home. <laughs> no, that it is. But it's not actually a thing to Look, say. I'm 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 all for people, everyone having fun, and you know things but don't always not have to. Expense the uh, of the uh, English language. Well, things don't always have to be accurate, is what oh, I'm saying. But you know. The, in, in this case, maybe we'll maybe we stick to maybe we take pirate talk seriously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of pirates, <laughs> no, wait, no, no. Speaking of chickens, uh, men mm. on the high seas, but the mm. modern high mm. seas, which is the open road. There you go. Oh, uh, supernatural. Doesn't no, no, doesn't. Tori is going to tell us about supernatural because I'm behind. And uh, I don't know where Dustin is, um, but uh, we're we're near the end, which is shocking, and I didn't realize. That. I know. So the the season came back, the last season, the final. You know. Yes. So we're in season fifteen. It's the final run of episodes. I kind of forgot how many were supposed to be coming up, and then it seemed like a really big episode last week. So I was like, huh, let me let me double check, and it was the penultimate episode. There's only one more. The finale is next week, which is why okay. I thought I should check in on the, the show for you guys. So, uh, no, I've, I've been keeping, I, I just, I, I find that the bigger the episode, the less interesting it is. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm. I have a whole, I have a bunch of fun episodes that you should watch. I've been keeping, <laughs> I've been keeping notes as I do my rewatch, but anyway, uh, so where things stand, uh, Billy, the reaper who is now death, um, totally had a scheme going on. She wanted to become the next God, which is kind of a theme in this show. Uh, so that's why she was using Jack to kill Chuck, who is God, actual God, not like the time Castiel was God or Metatron was God. Um, anyway, there've been a lot of gods and Mm -hmm. so Sam is like, Oh no, like we need to stop her. And Dean's like, no, let's just let Jack kill Chuck. And then they fight. And it's like all this setup from Chuck. Cause he's still, for whatever reason, just wants the Winchesters to kill each other. And then they like, obviously don't do it. Cause that's like their whole thing. Um, also Chuck absorbed his sister Amara, who is the armorer on mm-hmm. the Mandalorian and, uh, oh, and Gaeta from Battlestar Galactica showed up as Adam and gave his rib to, to, uh, Jack, which is the thing that made him powered up so that he could kill Chuck, but it turned him into a bomb. So now he's a bomb waiting to explode. And then Chuck made a deal with Amara and disappeared and, and the episode ends with him about to explode in front of the Winchesters, who did not kill each other. I am very happy you explained that to me, because I watched it, and I did not know really what was going on. I don't feel like you understand. <laughs> I don't think I actually <laughs> explained what was going on. But No, no, I thought it was a very good job. You know, for Dan and I, you know, Chuck <laughs> is still the guy that wrote the books about the Winchesters. Right. Well, he did. As God, right? Um, we got the to God. see we got to see him at least once as God, right? Yeah, or yeah. And, and I stuck. I, I've seen quite a few episodes with him, but he's still that first guy to me. You know, he never he never quite took the turn. I can't yeah. take him seriously as well, God we didn't, because we never saw evil God. But it, that's a part of the problem is that he's still not really evil God. Like, because he's still just Chuck, and I think right. that's where a, the 
It's just like a grievous, frustrated artist. Fella. Yeah. But what's funny is like when, so you guys, so I'm, I'm, I just finished the season where Metatron was God and a lot of it is him trying to write and, and kind of talking about the nature of storytelling. Like the show is so painfully meta and has been forever. Um, (laughs) And so it's funny to see like, and that's before, you know, that is literally like the season before you find out or two seasons, I don't know, uh, before you find out that Chuck has been God the whole time. Right. So you've had a writer, you don't know he's God. You get a new God who decides to be a writer, and then you find out that the writer, yeah. So it goes around in circles, and it's, it's that's supernatural in a nutshell, really. But, you know, I think the big question is where they're going to go next week, because right. I have Sam was no Chuck all along. Freaking clue. No. I don't know. I don't know. Just, the oh. way, when they get in the mythology, everything gets very confusing because it's it's both repetitive and sort of like I, I you know, I, I don't know. It's I think yeah. It's basically it's it's always the same beats, but they just kind of recycle them yeah. for a new situation, which makes it sometimes hard to follow. Because I've literally in because I've been re rewatching the series while also watching this last season, I keep running up against instances where like an episode that I'm binging and then an episode that I watched that's new that week will have the exact same argument between Sam and Dean, but like five seasons apart. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys still haven't fucking learned not to lie to each other. Oh my God. Right. Um, but I also think that's, yeah, you don't, Chuck is as much as he's delightful to watch. It's a little hard to take the, like why as God, he's so fixated on, um, the fact that the Winchesters, Winchesters aren't doing, but it's all about free will. They want to believe in free will, and and Chuck just wants them to do what he wants, I guess. But he's so but he's, fixated on the Winchesters that he's destroyed every other uh, universe, every other reality. Yeah. Did you like yeah. the bit where he was in the Radio Shack, like watching all of his little universes? Oh yeah, get that destroyed? was pretty good, actually. I yeah, like that, that scene. Wait, um, was it actually a Radio Shack? Something I, like that. Like the or like store? a Circuit no, City no. or something. Yeah, it was like no, an okay. alternate universe version. Oh, okay. Um, I just miss Radio Shack is all. I do too. Uh, I don't know how they stayed in business so long, but it was always fun to go in there and not buy anything. <laughs> I'm assuming they were so it was expensive. All... It was always so expensive. It and it turned out that Radio Shack was just kind of a, a poor man's sharper image in the end. Yeah. Which sharper image now? They make little like remote control toys that you can yeah. buy at like the Christmas tree shop. Oh shit! <laughs> so, so it's you don't even need a sharper a rich image. Man's Christmas tree shop. <laughs> yeah, they have some Jesus, cool dude. robot like ro- like radio controlled toys. They're Wait, so cool. Christmas tree shops are a Vermont thing? I did. It's a. I didn't. No, I thought I it was a chain. Seen. Are they not a chain? I, I assume it is a chain, but I thought it was just. I've never seen them in the South, is what I'm saying. I've never seen one. Oh. And when I came up here, I don't know if I saw them in Massachusetts, because I, I wouldn't have any reason to look for one in Boston. Uh, but I, So I never saw one until I came to Maine, and then I guess they're in Vermont. Yeah, we have one in Vermont. I mean, I don't really do... I mean, I, I went with my friends because they were looking for cheap presents for their kids, and I thought it was fun to watch them look for cheap presents for their kids. So I just, like, followed them around the store and got them to buy, like, ridiculous sharper image, like, radio control, like, dinosaurs and shit for their kids. It was great. I was like, look, it's only $12. Just get it. 
And they well, were seriously. like, okay. On Christmas Day, that's exactly what a kid wants. Right. Who cares if it's going to break about. by like Boxing exactly. Day? You want a remote control something. You just, that's all you want. It's all there's, I want. I know. There's so much magic in that remote control. It's amazing. Yes. So anyway, I'm pretty sure last year I made several children's Christmas and they don't even know it. <laughs> all because I followed their mothers around a store going, you should buy this. You know what they don't sell anymore or don't do anymore? I don't know. Do they still do racetracks? You know, with the little little matchbox cars that raced around the track? I don't know. Oh, I bet they still make those. I think they do. Those were, those were amazing. I, got I remember that. Christmas in uh, second grade, and it was missing three pieces, and it said 50 cents on the box, and then I realized it was from a yard sale, but whatever. It was amazing. <laughs> I think they still make them. I never understood how they actually raced. Yeah, you can't really race because. <laughs> it's one well, track. but like yeah. they would zoom on their own. But I every time I would go to my friends and try to play with them, I never understood how that happened. I think the whole deal was just trying to keep it on the track. That was it. Right. The whole yeah. game, keep it on the track. You couldn't do it more than five seconds, really. I mean. Yeah, but I did like that they could actually that they would go too fast and then go flying off the track. Yeah. That was. That was actually kind of kind of nice. I went through set up the tracks to ramp over things. I went through a phase where I was obsessed with like um, the Lego kits, where you could build like they had a whole medieval castle set like collection at one point with like dragons and knights, and I was obsessed with it. Except that I had this really weird thing where like I didn't I don't like following directions, but I also like (laughs) doing things properly. So I, I followed the directions and built it and had a couple pieces left over. But then I, I was afraid of taking it apart to do anything else with it because I was afraid I'd lose pieces. So I, and once you build, once you follow the build and have the Lego thing, what are you supposed to do with it? Right. Like yeah, you I should mean, just you be just... able to take it apart and, and do something else. Right. Unless you're going to like, unless it's like a, a setup, like a, setting that you're going to play with right and you can get because they have like the really large ones where then you get like smaller kits that go with it and you can like you know create all these stories but this was just sort of like okay i built this castle with a dragon on it and then i played around with it for a bit but then i got resentful because i was afraid (laughs) to take it apart so i was afraid i'd never know how to put it back together and that whatever else i built wasn't going to be good enough and so it just kind of languished (laughs) I remember that being like really emotionally trying though. <laughs> that's that's a very uh that's a very telling look into uh your your upbringing, Tori, and your I feel like I know you better now. I really like <laughs> Lego video games. Uh uh the boy for his bar mitzvah today he got a a, a delayed uh, present and it was like this giant Lego uh, Baby Yoda. Oh, that's but cool. Lego Baby Yoda doesn't look that great. It looks—I don't know—for whatever reason, it reminded me of um, the SNL uh, Kyle. Um, oh, your favorite, your yeah. favorite sketch. Literally, like the worst sketch of the year. Like, well, they've done it before. They did it last year. I, oh yeah, but just completely destroys that character. I mean, just horrible. Horrible. Well, you know, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes. You know, that turns out that they're not. They're not the people that you think. 
I um, only, when it's John Mulaney hosting, I only watch the monologue and the musical sketch. Is that terrible? That's probably terrible. No, I you think You guys watch the whole show. No, I mean, those are, that's your guaranteed, like, you know, you're, you're right. going to get, you're going to get good hits of, uh, of Mulaney there. And I think updates better usually because Colin just wants to impress Mulaney. And to think there was a point when like Mulaney and Seth Meyers, weren't they co-head writers? I don't know. Uh, I don't think I don't know if Mulaney was ever a head writer, but oh. he did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe wasn't it? But they were writing Simon on the show Rich? together. It was like him right. and Simon Rich doing the monologues. Oh my god! I think yeah, it was him, Simon Rich, and uh, I feel like they had one other writer that they worked with a lot. But yeah, I mean, I know now he works with Merica Sawyer, who came from SNL, also. I think, but um, I don't it's know. tremendous. Anyway. Yeah, I'll have that in one room, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I don't have a good segue anymore because we kind of moved no. away from it. But uh, Baby, Baby Yoda, Yoda. Uh, Baby Yoda. There we go. gets us to the Mandalorian. Ah, <laughs> oh, wasn't uh, it great to see the best show of twenty twenty? Uh, it was. It, it was. It was a treat, <laughs> Tori. Uh, we because were... not only did we get the best show of twenty twenty. Uh, just in time for, uh, you know, now. And uh, also, but also the episode was uh, like 50 minutes. So we got basically two episodes in one. Um, that was okay. Side, <laughs> can I just sidebar real fast? So oh, yeah. I, was t- <laughs> I was trying to explain to my husband that The Mandalorian is only a half an hour every episode. Yep. And he's like, no, it's not. Mm, and no, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's an hour. Really and I'm not. like... <laughs> well, that's a thing. So I'm like, no, it is a half an hour. And he's like, it can't be. And then all I could think of was Dustin going like, the show's so boring. I'm like, oh, if you say that it feels like an hour, like I'm going <laughs> to scream. So anyway. But so no, he- but there's like one episode that's like 36 minutes and the rest are like 42. No, no there were some, there were some especially <laughs> like early, there were some that were like... Yeah, 29 with, like, four minutes okay, of credit. Right, yeah, fine. they were short. But anyway, yeah. so he, he's like, no, it's not a half-an-hour show. And then he goes to pull up the season premiere, and he's like, look, it's 50 minutes. What did I tell you? And I'm like, it's a, I'm like you can't judge it on that. Right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so it was great to have an extra-long bonus episode right. that still <laughs> felt just as breezy as a half-an-hour one. Guys, I know that... You're trying to troll me on this? I am not trying to troll you. How dare you? All of Uh, my opinions are genuine. Yeah, they have nothing to do with you, Dustin. Justified is one of my favorite shows of all time, and this particular episode felt very much like an amazing episode of Justified, and I really loved it. That's funny because I really loved Amy Sedaris. (laughs) (laughs) So I just really want to say, like, I'm... I'm glad that the dude from Justified was there, but I'm really upset that he took the focus away from best guest star Amy Sedaris <laughs> and the way that she holds on to and looks into Baby Yoda's eyes. Well, look, this episode was, if anything, this episode might have been too good because you have uh, you have Amy Sedaris, but mm-hmm. you know, briefly, unfortunately, and you have uh, Space Raylan Givens. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, in Boba Fett armor. In, Bo- in Boba Fett's armor, playing Space Raylan Givens. Swaggering I mean, around. I mean, uh, it was really 
Something. And I had just finished the last four episodes of the first season. And right. right. I enjoyed the final episode of that. And it, it flowed nicely into this one. Yeah. But this one also was a nice reset because it's like, because again, like you go to the, that last run of episodes in, in Mandalorian kind of got more into the, like the overarching plot. Mm-hmm. And this one was sort of like, oh no, it's still him just wandering around, like getting sidetracked from his quest and, right. and hunting down monsters. Right. I, I do like, by the way, that in this episode, so uh, uh, the Pedro Pascal is, uh, he's looking for... He's looking for a Mandalorian who's going to help him on his quest. Finds no Mandalorian. Doesn't no. get any assistance on his quest. No. And I, he does come away with uh, Boba Fett's armor. So there's that, I guess. But that wasn't like... like he didn't, he didn't actually achieve anything he set out to do. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> like where he was at the beginning of this episode and where he was at the end of this episode is not different except for the fact that he has a set of Mandalorian armor that he can't do anything with until right. he finds Mandalorians to hand it over to. <laughs> right. Um, and he, he forges a begrudging friendship with... Uh, Space Raylan Givens, but also took the armor that <laughs> saved his life these past many years. And so now, how's he going to be a space sheriff without the armor that's, you know, kept him alive? He should have left it. He should have left it, right? He should have left it. I mean, I get that there's a code and all of that, so maybe There's maybe a code, okay. Dan. Well, it felt like it... I, I was actually surprised that they didn't do that, because I felt like, you know, in the... In a standard narrative arc... He would have he would have said like no you've earned it basically like some yeah. version of that right I was waiting um, for that but I also and here's no where one I can't... understands the code more than Raylan Givens right but now he's gonna die and then that town's gonna be screwed because... why would he die because they killed the bad thing yeah but there's but still like the... it's a lawless desert yeah, it's, area it's uh, yeah it's but they tattooing. sort of made peace with the other things it's the, a yeah, western. But... Like but just the, the in the flash in like the seven minute flashback where we learned all of his backstory because episodes can be any length they they want. <laughs> uh, we, we he got shot by the the mining people and only survived because he had that armor. Yeah, and only Anyone only defeated them because he time. had the the rocket launcher, which he somehow uh, got more ammo for, and I wasn't sure how he did that, but that's okay. Yeah, but were they mining for it? I don't know. There's like a truce between them and the mining people now. No, no, no. The, no. Those are the Tuscan Raiders. That's that's uh, very God, different. I don't know. Completely what different. What, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? You don't she, know? Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's just Star Wars. Like one people talked through like a weird mouth thingy mm-hmm. screen, and then the other people were just like mining yeah. assholes. Yeah, Seth they were like to, they were like jerk humans. Seth had to explain the uh, end to me because I had no idea what that. Oh, Boba Fett. Significance well, was. Yeah. yeah. So here's the other thing. I, I, on the one hand. So story-wise, in a traditional, like the way that traditionally should have gone, you're absolutely right. Like he should have let Space Raylan, given whatever his name is, um, Tim- Timothy Oliphant, keep the armor because right. he earned it. Right. But we also understand that the code of Mandalorians is a bit more than just you've earned this armor. Like no one earns the armor. So right. I kind of bought him taking it. But then when they did the the reveal of Boba Fett at the end, it's like, oh, this had nothing to do with the Mandalorian code. They need an excuse for that dude to start chasing Mando. Right. Because he wants his armor. But then right. that made me wonder, why hasn't he gone after Space Tibbin the Oliphant? 
Right, because he should have, right? Right, because um, he was on. He was clearly just like creeping around Tatooine. Right. Because um, he didn't I, get eaten by the Sarlacc pit. Well, even in like the old canon, it's always been discussed that uh, that he he couldn't like the, the the. I think the short version was the Sarlacc couldn't digest him because of the armor. Um, like the armor kind of saved him, um, but. Uh, but also, I, I, I mean, I don't know, I, I mean, as much as I enjoy Star Wars, I don't know enough of the lore to be able to say whether or not that's actually Boba Fett or if that's uh, someone else. Because there were, I, I was reading some some analysis of it that suggested that they don't think, it's the, it's, it's the right actor, but they don't think, uh, they don't think the age lines up for him to actually be Boba Fett. I think well, it's Seth so said he's the guy that played Django. He's the guy right. who played Django Fett, and Boba was Django's. Okay. Boba was Django's clone, but yeah. Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. Right, but Boba got to, like Boba Fett was like a special clone that got to grow like a normal human, so that's why Boba is a little kid in the prequels, and then adult Boba Fett in the in the original trilogy. But we oh, never Christ. saw Boba Fett's face. We so did. there's no um, reason. So we don't really know what age. I mean, we know what age he should have been, but we don't know what right. he looked like when right. he went into the Sarlacc pit. Right. And I think like based on the scars, like the assumption is that he is Boba Fett. Maybe right, right, he's, right. maybe he could okay. just be another clone, but yeah, but here's what gets me. Does mm. that mean that thematically, they were because here's the other thing. I think they were hinting at the fact that that was Boba Fett because you see Mando survive getting swallowed by the crate dragon, right? So it's Pretty showing dragon. that like he didn't uh, like because of the armor, because he right. Got That's kind of like a, a way to prove like yes, like so you can nod. survive being swallowed. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. And I mean, it's wait it, it, what? it would it be it would be real Boba tough. Fett had been swallowed and like lived inside oh my, the did you sand not, guys did you see, tummy? Did, did you, you not see return of the jedi return of the jedi okay i don't know so I saw remember it when Jabba the, high school i know we're not a movie podcast but real quick no this is important this is this important is, this is worth it so return of the jedi <laughs> uh <laughs> joe uh job of the hut take has han and luke captive and this is like the whole slave leia bit and he takes mm-hmm. his like floating junk ships out into the desert and he's going to like treat them as a pirate would make them walk the plank and fall into a Sarlacc pit. But then, I don't know, uh, Luke does his like, I'm going to use the force to get my lightsaber. And like, then they start a whole blaster off. And then that's where like Luke, Leia like chokes uh, Jabba the Hutt. And somewhere in this whole melee, uh, Boba Fett, who at this point has been this menacing basically like faceless speechless bounty hunter who's supposed to he he's a great toy but mm-hmm. as a character he's kind of he said maybe like two lines right like mm-hmm. over two movies over two movies like and he's kind of been built up but there's really been nothing to him and right. he just kind of he's he he's kind of the captain phasma like he it's like uh, he seems really yeah. impressive, and then he just fucking dies. So Captain he just gets, Phasma actually has a full character arc compared to Boba Fett. To Boba Fett, but Boba Fett yeah. is like the much more popular character. So right, yeah, he right. gets he pitches over, and he's the one that gets who falls into the Sarlacc pit. It it actually had one of my one of my uh, favorite uh, gags as a kid. 
because even as a little kid, I was like, this is dumb. Because <laughs> it's the way, the way it happens is so, so Han Solo, who was frozen in carbonite, as you remember, right. uh, was thawed by Leia, who uh, snuck into Jabba's palace as a bounty hunter. Yes. Uh, but because of, the, uh, because of him being frozen in carbonite, he can't see. So like at this point, he still can't see. Right. And Chewie is yelling at him, and he keeps saying, Boba Fett. And Boba Fett's like right behind them, like about to shoot. I think he's he's aiming at Luke, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. and like Chewie keeps screaming at him in Wookiee, and uh, he's Boba Fett. Where? And he turns blind <laughs> still, and like is swinging like a pole or something that he has for some yeah, reason. like some plank that he picks up. Yeah, and and then he hits Boba Fett in such a way that it triggers his jetpack, and then like he goes flying, and then like falls into the Starlight Pit. Yeah, um, which is a giant hole in the sand with teeth. Right. I mean, it's an animal. Yeah, but it looks like a giant what, what, hole in the sand with teeth. Right. What made no sense to... Okay. okay. <laughs> Seth had to explain this to me as well. Uh, there's a sarlacc pit, Yep. but yes. the thing that's in the sarlacc pit is not a sarlacc. Yes, it is. Oh, it is. I think. I that monster that came flying out... That, no, 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 no. The, the monster in The Mandalorian is it's not a crate dragon. That's a crate dragon. That that's is the, not, the, that's as they said, as they said in the episode, that's something. I thought that, that can, was like a like a like a, a throwy boys, a word that you just made up. No, no, no. So what they said, Jesus what Christ, they said Dustin, it in the episode. I know my Star Dustin, Wars. I don't know my sports. That the crate dra- the crate dragon is living in a sarlacc. Wait, I mean, wait, it's a cave. Spell so. that cray dragon. Crate. Dragon? I think it's K R A Y T. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, but the but they said in dialogue. That it's living in a sarlacc, uh, I guess cave, but pit, uh, because it, it ate could the because it ate the sarlacc. So, so it's this like, is how this dangerous is even, it yeah. is: is that it's wor- it's a, it's an apex predator. Sarlacc? It's a big hole in the sand. It's with an teeth. animal. So okay, so imagine. Okay, which would you? Which reference would you rather <laughs> I use? Wait, Dune what? or Tremors? Oh, I mean, I would always choose tremors. Okay, so you know how they're like the wormy thing and they go through the sand, right? So yeah. imagine if the wormy thing didn't go through the sand, it just opened its fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. So a sarlacc is just the open mouth in the sand. Yeah. Okay, and the crate this... dragon is the the wormy thing on steroids that's, that's really going through the sand. Yeah. Okay, so the crate is a uh, sarlacc that moves. With a body. Or the a sarlacc is a tremor that doesn't move. <laughs> yeah. Christ. It was just, it, they're all tremors. It's all, tremors, all tremors because tremors just... is a perfect movie. So. Yeah. Maybe it's what different I'm points in their reproductive cycle. George Lucas cycle. was a very bad writer. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Nobody's saying that. He was a bad director. <laughs> he was not a bad writer. <laughs> I don't know. Also, I don't think he wrote uh, three. No, I don't think he did. I think it was uh, Goldman, if I'm not mistaken. Kasdan? Um, Which one? I mean, sorry. I'm sorry. Kasdan. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Kasdan. Um, anyway, uh, look. The point. The I don't remember what the point was. Look. The 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 point is the Mandalorian was was. Uh, it seems like we're all thumbs up, which is good. Yeah. Best show yes. 2020. We're we're yeah. done. Uh, Glad we could really. Uh, <laughs> This up. In a in a year that brought us uh, Mythic Quest and Ted Lasso and uh, I don't know I'm sure there were other things uh, that were on Apple Plus. But, uh, but, <laughs> the boys. Uh, the boys. Well, yeah. But that's, oh oh my god. No, no, no. It's good. I was just I was gonna Most say that's season two, but this is season two, so it's fine. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, a strong, strong contender, you know, early, early in the year. But Zoe's uh, extraordinary playlist. If you put Amy Sedaris and Timothy Oliphant in any episode of anything, I'm going to love it. I know. It's right? really not fair. It was something what? for everyone. Although, can I just say, watching Timothy Oliphant with his with the face and the hair, all I could <laughs> think something of, else. Oh my god! But all I could think of was imagine how good uh, Tim Amundsen. What's his name? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With his facial hair and his mm-hmm. head hair, I want him in space. Oh yeah, space. he would be yeah. very good. I would like that. I will never be able to pronounce his last name. No. It's, Amundsen? It's, Amundsen? I think. But I always think uh, Ombudsman, but it's, it's right. not I Ombudsman. I spell it Ombudsman. And, and it's not. Correct it every yeah. Amundsen. I think it's Amundsen, but, He's uh, on, but he would be great. these days. Right. Uh, the show that I watch. But there's a lot of questions I have about that statement. <laughs> it's good for it's good for ratings, right? <laughs> it is. Oh, vast, a vast. Oh my Ooh. god. Oh boy. And um, just let's do the game. Are we ready? Let's for the do the game? game. Look, the the point is, uh, the Mandalorian was great. Uh, you should watch it. Uh, best show of 2020, probably. Um, I don't even know how many episodes. SNL is the worst thing of 2020. Uh, look, Dustin, you just, just baby Groot's gotta, gotta take, you know, take, take baby Yoda's name out of his mouth. They're not also, friends. Also, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Kyle Mooney's baby Yoda being the worst thing in this year is perhaps a little bit of a, an, a stretch. No, no, no. It's a little I, bit of, it's a little hyperbole, a little especially considering, considering. I stand by it. Especially considering COVID. it is. Everyone will be hearing this on November 4th or later. And honestly... <laughs> oh, no. And we, so, we're on the brink so of what could be. Right. Anyway. So either either you are being... Uh, either you're right or you're being terribly hyperbolic or right. question mark. So We don't know. Here we are. We don't know. This is where we are. That's the point. Remember uh, when we could laugh. Oh, just let's just I mean, appreciate this moment of ignorance. Look, you can, you can, you can still laugh. L- laughing is still allowed. Uh, well, if only Dan, if, let's see if, if you can when laugh. When this podcast on comes 4th. out, can we still laugh? Yeah. Oh well, you know, we'll, it, it hasn't been banned yet. So, um, the, the game this week is uh, <laughs> it's it's called the Untitled, you know, that show game. Uh, everyone is playing this week. It will be nothing but chaos. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm looking very much, I'm very excited for this as I write down the time code just so I can, you know, for editing purposes later. Uh, the, the way the game is going to work, uh, all of us have, been, have made lists of television shows where we will describe them in vague terms. Uh, it might be, you know, saying like, oh, you know, it starred this actor or that actor or it's about this. And, uh, and, uh, and the other two who are not uh, presenting this particular show will guess uh, so all of us get to play. All of us will get points. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> that's that's my setup. We're gonna um, yell at each other. Um, we're gonna yell at each other. It'll be great. Uh, so I <laughs> will this, yeah. I will go first, and okay. I'll, I'll present the first show, and then we'll go in a we'll go in a round robin of sorts. Um, okay, so we're gonna do four a piece. Is that right? Uh, let's say first to five points, and then we'll see where we are. 
I prepped um, I, more I, than four shows if oh, needed. Okay. okay. Well, well, let's let's get to five points because each of us will have like in in any given round, each of us has like two two opportunities to get points, and then we'll uh, and then we'll see we'll see where we are, and we'll play some of the other fun ones because we always do that. So all right, um, all right. So here's the first show. Um, okay, so it, the the show it's like okay, so it, it has Ted Danson, um, and he but like it's. It was oh, like that. It was like a sh- fucking. What was that name but of that it, show? It was like a. It was like a sitcom, but it's not Cheers. It's not Cheers. And it ran forever. It ran for like six years, but nobody knew it. It's yeah, like people were shocked that it kept going, and it was on CBS, I think. You suck for choosing and this. And it's like a. <laughs> it's like a. It's it was him. And I it know was exactly what you're talking. Terry like Farrell, the- who was on Star Trek: uh, Deep Space Nine for a while. And uh, Shawnee Smith, who was in the Saw movies, and he he mo- he was like a doctor, and he was like a crank. So it's kind of like House before House, but he I, I think it was mostly took place in a diner for some reason. Um, and like, uh, was it just called the Doctor? It was not just called the Doctor. Was it, it called was something diner very simple? Doctor? Yeah, it was like it was like his name. It was like the character's name. Um, Phil. And it was not Phil, Bob. but that's Peter. Not Bob. Nope. But Mark, Peter, is that a Peter's, first name or a full name? It's a it's a last name. Uh, um, I'm never gonna remember this. Although when you tell me, I'm gonna, I know exactly what show you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and it's I was always surprised dancing. by how long it ran. No, uh, <laughs> it, it sounds like Pecker, but it's not that. Are you sure? Decker. Decker? Incorrect. Lecker. Incorrect. Trekker? <laughs> All right, we've gone far enough. It's Becker. Becker. Becker God damn it. CBS sitcom <laughs> Becker, which ran for six years. Jesus. <laughs> Starring Ted Dance. Uh, that was, that a, was show. a really good one. Yeah, I never watched it regularly, but that was a show where I was like, oh, yeah, this is on. And then I would kind of watch, and I'm like, I don't really know what's going on, and it's fine. It was like Ted Danson's career between... Uh, uh, some Cheers, and then like the NCIS, whatever show, CSI, whatever he was on. Yeah, CSI. Yeah. Um, and it was right before he was on. Well, not right before, but it was a few years before he was on like Damages. I feel like Damages was when he started oh, yeah. his way back. He, like he the, came back. Yeah. Um, but like he was kind of in the in the wilderness a little bit after Cheers, and but like but not I think in the wilderness because Death also helped him gain yeah. some like. Uh, yeah, that was right after this. But like again, bread. this show ran for six seasons, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like he wasn't working. But uh, all right, no points awarded on that one. Uh, but uh, but but you get we we had some fun. So, uh, Tori, why don't you present the show? <laughs> okay. Um... So this one is more recent compared to some of the other ones that Mm -hmm. I have picked. Uh, And it's like a serial killer show. Um, Uh But it's by the guy who did Scream and it stars the guy from Tremors. um, And and the Natalie Zia is in it. I can see it. But more importantly. It's Kevin Bacon and it's Natalie Zia. But more importantly, Tom Cavanaugh was in it for like four episodes. That's right. Uh, What was it called? Uh, it's like serial killers hell. and like a yeah. cult or something. It was on Fox. And it was maybe, on Fox. I don't know. It ran I for three seasons. I watched some of this show. I did um, too. Oh, and I it has do. the guy who was in The Boys as as the fire dude, but he was in X-Men as the ice dude. 
It was one of the Ashmores, whichever Ashmore that is. Yeah. It was, um, uh, the the it, it's not the grim. oh god no it's not it's not the following but it sounds like oh, that. Oh, it actually the is the following. the following. You got it. Oh, it's the, the following. following. Yes, <laughs> Dan. I got it. It's a point for Dan. Um, oh God, that was a really good one. That was a, that's that was a really good one. I also feel like I should note that um, almost every show I've researched, I have not actually watched a single. That, no, that's appropriate for this game. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I yeah. think. I, I yeah, I maybe watched three episodes of that before. I was like, this is really grim and dumb. I I, I remember. I think I watched that mostly because I was curious to see Kevin Bacon do TV. And because it was Natalie Z after, like, oh, right yeah. when she left uh, Justify, because Justify was still going, um, and I was just like, "Oh, I want to see what she's doing on this." And oh, then she's going to be in Goggins' new show. I'm excited about that. The Unicorn. Start watching. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The Unicorn is not a new show. No, no, it's I been on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Dustin, it's your turn. Uh, Tori and I will guess. Uh, okay, it, uh, it was that show, uh, it was like a live action version of The Incredibles. No Ordinary uh, Family. God damn it. Wow. I had it, I had picked that one too. That's amazing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was on my list. <laughs> uh, Michael Chiklis was in that, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, and that's Julie all I Benz. know about it. Oh. And, uh, The Autumn Seventh Heaven Sex Creep. Oh, oh, he Wait, was. Who? I just the OC woman was on there, but not. I didn't remember him being on there. Yeah. Oh, wow. I never watched that show. Um. That is going to be the only point I get this entire game. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally because I looked it up ahead of time. Well, right now it's uh, Dan one, Tori one, Dustin still looking to get on the yeah, board. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here we go. Good but this one cheats. might be. I feel like this might be up Dustin's alley. So let's see. Um, okay. So this show, very popular show, uh, it ran for seven seasons. Um, it was like it, it was it was like one of those shows with like a, it's like a cop show, but like it's a it's a team. And then there's like, there's like who's in it? Like like J.K. Simmons is in it. Like and like the whole Oz. time, like it's not like he not Oz. It's not like he no. was like a guest star. Like he was main oh, cast. Wait, he was um, Law and Order. No. Not Law and Order. It wasn't Criminal Minds because that lasted longer. Not Criminal Minds. It wasn't um, Jag. It was not Jag. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, Kira Cedric was also in it. She's the oh, lead. Oh, the closer. There you go. Jackie Simmons was in that. I know he I was. Yeah, he was in it um, the whole huh. time. Um, never seen an episode of The Closer, but it Have was not on either. television for a long time. It went on so. for a very long time. Yeah, uh, I almost picked uh, its spinoff instead, but I chose not to what was the name of the spinoff uh the spinoff is uh uh major crimes and it stars uh mary mcdonald right yeah it's uh, president roslin yeah but it's president president roslin and like half the cast from the closer basically except for kira sedgick and jk simmons because <laughs> they just wanted to keep working so they I did know, that show for like another six years huh. um, all right everyone's got one point all right tori all right. Um, so this is like a like a lawyer show, um, but it stars. It was like the it was Sherlock, and then um, the hot chick from Species, 
And, like, several people from The Flash, including Tom Cavanaugh, he did, like, eight <laughs> episodes of it. Um, <laughs> Starting a sense of theme. <laughs> Tom Cavanaugh. <laughs> Tom Cavanaugh. Um, and it had Loretta Devine. And um, it was, like, so... It was Boston a, Legal? It was, like, Greg Berlanti... Uh, and so the lawyer had like a brain problem and oh 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 oh, oh shit it's 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 the Eli Stone. guy from yes. Sherlock got it yes I actually I, love that show I I did too I watched all of Eli Stone because <laughs> they reminded me a lot of uh, Alan McBeal. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was that. It had musical numbers, which was great. It had James yeah. Saito as yeah. like the mystical Asian guy, which you know, not ideal, but I love James Saito, so it's okay. He's wonderful. Oh my god. Um God damn that was a really good choice. I forgot Tom Cavanaugh was in that. <laughs> Eight episodes. I, I wonder what other shows Tom Cavanaugh has been in. I mm. wonder. I <laughs> wonder. Um All right, all right. Dustin, you're up. Uh what am I gonna go with here? Um all right, uh, this might give it away. What, no, I'm going to start with the really obscure one. It had, um, it had uh, Jerry Burns from Justified in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, it came on after the Golden Girls back in the day. Empty Nest. Oh, real close. Uh, it had Judd Hirsch in it. No, no. Judd uh, Hirsch and Jerry Judd Burns. Hirsch and Jerry Burns. It came on after Golden Girls. It was about a guy who received a letter from his wife who left him. And what kind of letter would that be called? Uh, Dear, Dear John. John. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I... I've never heard of that I've show. I've never heard of that show. never heard of Dear John? It used to come no. on. It, it was part of the Empty Nest, Golden Girls, uh, Dear John. It was part of that block. I only knew Empty Nest because it had a bunch of the people from Soap. I only knew Empty oh, Nest because it had the technically the highest rated episode of all time for like a long time. Like non-finale. or yeah. Wasn't MTS it like a crossover has, with Golden Girls? It was something weird. Uh, but yeah, it set like the record for like a regular episode. Like a non-finale or something. Yeah. Um, wait, who got that? Nest. I don't because I I feel like we said it at the same time. Tori, I think Tori. Tori got it. Tori. All right. Uh, two, two, one. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, I've never heard of that show. Although now you reminded me of one that. Uh, never heard of Dear John. It was like huge for like for like. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Just aging myself here. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what's next? Here's a TV show. Six seasons, mm. uh, 124 <laughs> episodes of television. Okay. Um, something else we don't know. Like I know. No, you're gonna know it. Uh, Jag. It's like it's not Jag. Uh, <laughs> who's in this show? It's like it's like a music show. Uh, like uh, Glee. No, not Glee. Um, it was it was like uh, it, it had the the girl from what's her name the the girl from um, I mean this is not a movie podcast but the the she was in uh, uh, what was that was it she was that movie called um, 
uh, Remember the Titans. She was in Remember the Titans, and uh, she she did like TV. She was in she was in this. She's very short. Um, and then uh, Connie Britton's hair was in this. Uh, there's Friday Nashville. Night Lights. Nashville. Uh, Nashville is, is correct. Nashville. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to. I was trying to not say Connie Britton as long as I could, and not say heroes, and not say heroes. Um, <laughs> heroes, which is almost potentially on my list, but I was like, I feel like that's going to be too easy. I love. So. She was very short. She's she's very short. She's very she's, short. She's like <laughs> married to a hockey player. Who's uh, very tall. She she likes dating very tall men. Uh yeah, there you go. Um, we're all tied at two, so this is a even game. Um. Tori. All right. So, <clears throat> uh, so this is a show about like a doctor um, and a ghost, and it starred uh, a woman who was on Dustin's favorite show, The Resident, um, Melina Kenakaridis, um, and Providence. Then, yes. But you didn't oh let God. me get to the point, which is that Tom Cavanaugh <laughs> was in it for eight episodes. Uh, holy crap. I've never actually I... seen Providence, but I remember uh, that it existed. Her being in it. And also, know... John Hamm was in it. How did you know? That's right. That was like his first major job. That was like, I think that was the job that like kept him from quitting acting. Um, That's unfortunate. How did you, what? what? Well, I mean, that that would be the job. Oh, no, it's work, man. Work yeah. is work is work. Work is work. Uh, wait, how did you what is Providence about? Uh, uh, literally, it's like a, a surgeon who's like really fancy and then she moves back to Providence, Rhode Island and like hangs out with her ghost mom apparently. Uh, like I said, I've never oh. seen any of these shows. I didn't know that there was a ghost. I just thought it was just moving home. It is yeah. moving home, but apparently right. her mom's dead and she sees her. I did not know oh. that. I, I never I, saw the show, but I had a crush <laughs> on her. She's in The Resident. I've never seen The Resident. Not one episode of The Resident. Are you sure that The Resident is not your favorite medical drama? (laughs) Is she really in The Resident? Is she, like, old enough to be, like, the uh, angry, uh, uh, like, boss now? Yeah, she's probably the doctor. Yeah. She's probably the cuddy of the show. I don't know. I've never seen The Resident. (laughs) I always would see, like, the last two minutes of The Resident because it would come on before 911. Oh. And I would be like, I don't know what this show is. <laughs> uh, all right, Dustin, it is uh, your turn. I, I, I just added this one because I remembered it. And the thing is, I really think that Dan's the only person that might remember this. And you're going to either remember it immediately or not by the first clue. Okay. Jennifer Grey as herself. Nope, nope. You're never going to get it then. Jennifer Grey as herself. She played herself. It was like so shocking when you saw her because she didn't look anything like we remembered her from uh, 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 Dirty Dancing. She played a version of herself, uh, uh, but she was like the kooky neighbor in this sitcom, uh, which was uh, basically a satire of uh, L.A. uh, stereotypes. Bitch, very, very the funny. Be in apartment, whatever. No, it, it was 1999. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Did it start Jonathan Silverman? 
No, no. I just assume every 90s sitcom starred him. That's the single guy. This was a show that I had a weird fondness for. Caroline in the City. Oh, no, it was an (laughs) L.A. one. Okay, wait, wait. 26 episodes. So it ran for a full season. Plus. Uh, uh, Season plus. Was this the two guys pizza thing? No, that's no. four seasons, and that was set in Boston, and mm. that show was amazing. <laughs> exactly. uh, it was yes. called Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, but then they changed it to Two yes, Guys and a Girl, because in season three, they got rid of the pizza place. Because Why they would realized, you get rid of the pizza? Because the problem was that they didn't really, like, it, like they graduated college, and like it was set around the pizza place because they both worked at the pizza place while they were in college, but then it turned out... They didn't really need the pizza place anymore. And it also had characters in it that they didn't want to integrate into the later seasons because they had replaced oh, them in part neighbor. with uh, uh, neighbor. Well, she was in it the whole time, but they, they got rid of uh, the guy. Did you marry who, the other guy? Uh, no, Eventually? I don't think so. No. She does end up in a relationship with uh, Ryan Reynolds in the oh, show for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds basically dates everybody except for Trailer Howard. Trailer Howard ends up dating and then marrying uh, Nathan Fillion, who they brought in in season two. Oh, I remember that. I do remember uh, that. Who became, like, main cast and uh, was basically playing Nathan Fillion even back then. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, if you like Nathan Fillion, then cool. A, it, I love the show. Uh, it went for four years, and it ended on a cliffhanger with an internet vote uh, no. that they never resolved because it was like, that which character know. is pregnant? And they never answered because the show was canceled. Um, was it between Trailer Howard and the, and the stalker, stalker neighbor? It was Trailer Howard, the stalker neighbor, and um, I'm forgetting the act, the actress's name, but there was another woman who played uh, uh, who played like uh, Ryan Reynolds's like on again off again love interest slash like med school rival. Um, like she was kind of like the one person who could like see through his bullshit. So there was an internet vote, um, and they got like sixteen votes, and they were like, "Okay, well, we're just going to cancel." This well, thing. no. At, <laughs> around that time, uh, ABC went through a regime change, and they basically destroyed, like they canceled, like that. If you remember the late '90s through 2000, ABC had that uh, ad campaign with their comedies, where I don't know what the tagline was, but basically everything was very yellow. Like the logo oh, yeah. was yellow, and like all like Sports Night was part of that. Sports Night was also canceled the same year. Um, so it was oh, all yeah. part of that. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. I also need you to understand that is... when you're talking about that pregnancy thing and you guys keep saying the stalker neighbor, I keep mm-hmm. forgetting that we're not talking about the show where Jennifer Grey is right. the neighbor. Right. right. I've just we're been filibustering about... <laughs> to try to get back to what the what the Jennifer Grey show is. I'm going to tell gonna you say, because you're never going to get it. I'm going to say it's, it was action. No. Okay. Uh, although I looked that up today, and I almost I almost did use action. Yeah, that one's a little too obscure for this game, I think. Uh, what well, is what this, is this one's one? Even more obscure, unfortunately. Okay. Even though I loved it, and it's going to sound like a joke in the context of this game when I tell you the title of it. But it's called "It's Like You Know." I looked up. It's like you know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pick it because I thought it was too obscure. I, I really, really love that game. Wait, I, so you guys. I, Avoided I never watched the that obscure show. shows. It was like the first show that I ever saw where, uh, like, a, a real life celebrity played herself, and I was mm-hmm. so fascinated by it. But in part because Jennifer Grey bore no resemblance to the Jennifer Grey that I that I knew. From, right. Uh, and then uh, Chris Eigerman was in it, and he was very big because he was in those uh, movies uh, star uh, directed by that Walt 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 Whit, not Walt Whitman. 
was it Walt Whitman? No. No. No, 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 no. Remember who? Come on, come on. He, I loved him. He had a lot of movies. Uh, Barcelona. Uh, 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 what, who was that director? Uh, Whit Stillman, was that his name? Whit Stillman, yes. Whit Stillman had like uh, a series of movies in the 90s that starred Chris Eigerman. Do you guys not know who Whit Stillman is? I mean, uh, the name sounds familiar, but no. The Arkansas and me. And, and these were like, these were like uh, very pretentious New York movies, and we were like um, Woody Allen-esque movies, and we were like uh, in awe of them. Hmm. But Chris Eigerman and uh, Mira Servino was in Barcelona. What was the other one? You guys never heard of Wood Stillman? I mean, really? the name sounds familiar. Yeah. He did Metropolitan Barcelona, The Last Days of Disco. Oh, yeah. Uh... Okay. But Eigerman was like his uh, muse, I guess. And then he anyway. was in It's Like You Know. Yeah. J.S., she will know. <laughs> what it's like you know right. no I remember that show but yeah I didn't I, I in part yeah I thought it was too obscure but uh, anyway the game continues the game continues <laughs> uh, alright here, here is your show um, this show was part of that that blue sky era of USA uh, it, it's like Mark Firestein Royal Pains mm-hmm. correct wow because was, Tom damn. Kavanaugh was in seven episodes of it. <laughs> did you have Royal Pains <laughs> yes. on your list? <laughs> it's a good That's thing amazing. I did extra homework because That's you guys amazing. are really uh, cribbing from my list. Uh, that's great. It's okay. So it's three. Tori has three. Dustin has three. I have two. It's Tori's turn to uh, to give <laughs> us a show. Okay, um, I'm all out of Kavanaugh. <laughs> You're not gonna do Ed. No, and I'm not going to do Love Monkey. I'm not. I well, was love trying, monkeys. I was trying to keep it obscure. But there was one other one the, right. where there were the A and R. That's game. Love Monkey. Oh, uh, I thought there was a different one. <laughs> and I'm not going to do the Flash. A different show where he's an A and R rep in New York. There was like the one with Weber, and then when there was one with someone else, right? No, he was with a guy from uh, Will and Grace, right? That was that was Love Monkey. But then I thought Love Monkey's the one with him, Jason Priestley, Lorenz Tate, and uh, Christopher Wheel. Okay, then there's one with and him Catherine and Lanassa. Him and the guy from uh, Will and Grace. Will oh, McCormick. Will McCormick. Yeah, that was the TNT show uh, where they were PR people, not not yeah. AR. Yeah, right. <laughs> but still, no, it's completely different. I, 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 anyway, Tori, <laughs> please please give us a show. Uh, well, so I'm going to go a different direction now. Um, this one is still very much targeted, most probably more for Dustin, but we'll. <laughs> We'll see how this goes. Um, so, the year is 1996. Yeah. Uh, we've got, like, I think maybe 10 episodes before cancellation. Uh-oh. Uh, Aaron Spelling uh, is a producer, mm-hmm. gets his kids on the show. Uh, it's about uh, kind of, like, rich kids <laughs> in California and, like, not rich, but not poor kids in California, and they like struggle to be friends. Uh, Carrie it... Russell is in it. But it's not Felicity. No, it's not Felicity. It is an she Aaron was a Russell. Show before Felicity. Yeah, Carrie Russell as a teenager. Um, it's got like uh, I think Charisma Carpenter showed up in it I at one no point. No idea there was. It, yeah. It, did it star? Uh, did it have the song "How Do I Talk to an Angel" in it? I wouldn't know. I never saw it. Did it have no. Jamie Walters in it? 
No, Dustin, that was that wasn't about teens. That was like a band of twenty somethings in like New York, wasn't well, that's it? That's true. Yeah, oh these God. are like I had no idea there was anything that Carrie Russell did in Yeah. So it's like the rich kids it's like upper crust kids from Malibu, but they're dealing with like kids from like the San Fernando Valley who are like, you know, only This sounds this middle sounds class. so familiar, but I don't like, remember it. Like uh, Pasadena Falls or Malibu uh, something or another? I don't Century know. City. I know that's not it. Dustin's the closest. <laughs> Pasadena Hills. The no. Hills. No, Mal- Pasadena. Malibu Shores. Uh, oh, God damn it. it was, I, 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 I vaguely remember that show. Yeah, Aaron Spelling. I had no idea that Carrie Russell was on it. <laughs> yeah. No clue. <laughs> I do not remember that show at all. Now you want to watch it, don't you? (laughs) Yes, a little bit, yeah. (laughs) Randy Spelling was in it. (laughs) Oh, there's a Randy Spelling? Oh, there's a Randy Spelling. Tori Spelling shows up for like, I don't know, like a guest star thing. Randy Spelling seemed to be around a bit. Again, it lasted like 10 episodes. Yeah. Um, All right. Still, we're still at 332. And Dustin, you are up. Uh, We might run out of shows. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to give one. I got more. I think. All right. Uh. Hello, Seth. Uh, uh, this one is the show with the guy. It was like a ripoff of Ferris Bueller. Uh, it had a guy named Coombs. Parker Lewis can't lose. There you go. There you go. Coronemic show? Um, yeah. Coronemic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there was a podcast the other day. Uh, oh, yeah. It was with um, Sarah Gilbert. Is that the woman from Roseanne? Yes. No? Yes. Yeah. Or yeah, Sarah Gilbert, and she was talking about um, when she was on Roseanne. Uh, she was like, "I had this monster crush on this guy named Corky Nimick on this show, and I don't even remember the name." And I was like, "What the fuck? How do you not remember?" I drink that. Right. His name isn't no, no. Corky. Two three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> they were both open. Oh, buddy. Um. <laughs> no, she kept calling him Corky. And I was like, "What's the name of the guy that played Moose? He was my favorite." Kub- Kubiak. Kubiak. No, no. Yeah. Wait, he couldn't have been Moose if he was also Kubiak. He was an ER, right? Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. guy who was on ER he was forever. Moose, wasn't he? Huh? He was Moose, right? Moose. I think it was. Uh, I feel like it was Kubiak, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, don't he know was Kubiak. Right. Moose is from I can't do that on television. Moose from I can't do that on television. No, with Alanis and Moose. No. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man, now you guys made me think of other like early '90s, uh, early '90s uh, Fox shows that were uh, crazy. Yes, we're still recording. Yes, we're still recording. <laughs> Dan says. This is the game. <laughs> we're in the game. The game is gonna go on forever, and it's great and wonderful. We never. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I just so play this game every week. Th- this is this is a, here's here's a show. Uh, it went for four years. It it's uh, I'm not gonna lie. It might be one of my favorite shows of Lodge Forty Nine. Not Lodge Forty Nine. That only well, went for two seasons. Four. This is from the '90s. This is back when it's back when uh, CBS had Saturday night programming. That's how that's how down the middle you know Midwestern values this show was. Uh, uh, Fisher Stevens was in it. Uh, was it Northern Exposure? Show, CBS, no, not Northern Saturday Exposure. Night. I don't remember. Uh, Christy Swanson was in it for I think a season, Christy maybe. Um, 
I mean, you'll 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 get it if I tell you the lead. Picket you'll fences, get it. So it's not picket fences, but you're in the right arena. No, I feel I like. love picket um, fences and World of Exposure. They were both uh, David Kelly shows. This show, this show was it was set in Chicago. They actually shot in Chicago because you could see like the L and stuff, and is very. Uh, it was like it was just like good people trying to do trying to do you know trying to help help other people and do do good things. Saint Elmo's Fire. Uh, not so, thirty something. Fire. Not thirty something. It wasn't oh, the newspaper show, was it? With uh, Kyle Chandler. Uh, Kyle Early. Chandler might have been involved. Oh, um, Morning Edition. Uh, that is not the name of the show, um, but uh, yeah, Kyle Chandler was now the lead of the show. It's not now and then. Uh, but is he in I, that? I'm talking about the right show, aren't I? It's not you, Morning Edition. You, he got it, the well, newspaper. You, you have to get the name Early correct. Edition. Early correct. Edition. Uh, you, you're correct, but I, I also heard Seth giving you the, the, so <laughs> Seth gets a, yes. Seth, gets, Seth a gets, a point. gets a point. Seth gets a yes. point is where we are. Also, let the record reflect that, that Dustin's favorite TV creator, David Kelly, he attributed Northern Exposure to, David Kelly had nothing to do with it. No? Yeah. Well, he did yeah. Picket Fences and it, He did do Picket Fences. And something reminded me of Picket Fences and Northern Exposure. They were very related. Um, I said Northern Exposure. I mean, Tori said Northern Exposure. So, <laughs> uh, so we're still tied, and the game continues. Dustin's still uh, cheating. Dustin's still cheating. Dustin, Dustin couldn't cheat at all, and yet Seth got a point. That's how poorly Dustin cheated. Wait, I said Dustin Morning cheats. Edition yeah. before he said uh, Early Edition. Morning Edition morning is edition uh, NPR. You heard me say Edition because I said Early Edition back yeah. here. I, I yes. didn't hear that. Mm. I heard it twice. Mm. So, <laughs> Tori. Tori, please, uh, please give us a, a title. All right, I'm going to take a quick break from the ones that I've been trying to give to you guys, and I'm going to do a show that was very important to me. Okay. So it's basically, uh, again, so in the 90s, I only had NBC. Uh, and 90s, this yep. NBC. NBC. Uh, and it stars three of the most important actors of our generation. Um, this is, I should say, a, I've mentioned it on the podcast extensively um, before. And this, it's, uh, it starred Clancy Brown, Tim Curry, Brown, and Tim Curry. Rockman Dunbar. And Rockman Dunbar. Earth 2. Yes! Yeah! I, I remember things is. we've said before. Yeah! Because I black out like half through the podcast. <laughs> it's no excuse, Dustin. <laughs> Still have never seen Earth Two, but uh, I do remember that conversation six months or six years ago. Who knows? Who what knows? is time? Uh, Dustin, please give us a title. Wait, what, what are the scores? Oh, it's uh, so I'm actually winning right now. Uh, it's Dan four, Tori three, Dustin three, Seth one somehow. Uh, <laughs> but here we go. Well, that, there we are. I have um, one left, and it's a gimme for Dan. Uh, uh, I'm trying to come up with something else. else if you don't want to. If you think I'm going to win, it's fine. Uh, also, the game's been going for a long time. Yeah, we so, can. Uh, all right, all winning right, is just give it to Dan. It is a half-hour uh, sitcom, early 2000s. Um, basically, they remade it on FX using the same writer and creator, uh, only they switched it from a police officer to a firefighter. Oh, the job uh, with That's Dennis Leary. Right, yeah. That's right. It, it, yeah. Um, that's actually that was actually in my list also. <laughs> so, but all but I, I also know Dennis Leary's work fairly well. So, 
Um, I love they the really job made too. it a sick but but rescue me was a drama right yeah but the job was it was uh it was it was leary and i think peter tolan was involved there too yeah. but it's it's a half hour about cops in new york and it was but it was all the same like he used a lot of the same cast too yeah. just because it's his buddies so god i uh, think i interviewed with his product like leary's production company around the time it was like when Rescue Me was, like, winding down. But it was, like, yeah, he had an yeah. office in New York and was just making shows in New York. Yeah. <laughs> like. uh, Rescue Me had one of the, I, I will say, like, as dark as it was, it was, like, it was weird. It was such a weird show because I remember watching it and, like, it was it was insanely dark but also had some of the funniest group scenes I've ever seen on TV. Yeah. Like when it's them in the firehouse and it's just because they're all comedians, right? So they're just like giving each other or not all them comedians, but they're just giving each other shit like the whole time for like four minutes. Um, those scenes were great. Uh, anyway, I've won the game apparently. Does anyone have any, any bonus ones they want to run or should we? Yes. Just, okay. I have one bonus one. Bonus. I don't okay. think either of you will get it because I'd never even heard of it. But I'm, <laughs> I'm curious. Repeat it for Seth. I'm curious if you guys would know. So, right. um, mid '90s, mid '90s sci-fi show about sci-fi. a futuristic digital drug. Futuristic digital drug, not and, limitless. No. Two thousands. And it it was based on novels. <laughs> so the show starred, wait, but was wait. also based on novels written by William Shatner. Based on novels written by William Shatner. Tech War. What? Yes! Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, he got it. Tech War? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Holy shit. I've never, I've never seen it, I've but I seen have it. seen commercials for it late at night when I was up too late. But here's the other thing. So Was that in prime time? I don't know. Well, so they made a series of TV movies, but there were like four or five of these TV movies. Mm-hmm. So he he wrote the novels w- with a ghostwriter, but he like came up with the ideas while he was filming some Star Trek movie. Um, <laughs> then he they did TV movies. Then they did like a season or two of a show. But here's yeah. the thing: he I don't think William Shatner played the main character. They no. hired the guy from BJ and the Bear. To play the main character, who I think it was like a detective or something, but it's BJ. Wow. Yeah, I, I I've never seen it. I just remember the ads. They would call it William Shatner's Tech War, right? And I, I feel like the ads were were basically just like being like, "Hey, William Shatner's involved." Uh, and it, it, I don't know if this is right, but to me, it felt like it was like a syndicated show in the way that like like the Renegade Xena. Hercules kind of show. Yeah. Where so it would just it, kind of like pop up on whatever station happened to buy it. Yes. Um, it, so what they, what they said too was like the inspiration for it was he wanted to, when he was, he was working on the final frontier, like Star Trek's final frontier. And he was attempting to blend elements of Star Trek and TJ hooker. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Genesis of tech war. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. I get it. Yeah. Um, so there, yeah, there you have it. We've we've done it. We've, Dan won and got the bonus. I won. I got the bonus. Uh, we don't really do rants anymore, but I would like to say, uh, not not in a rant situation, but just for the record, um, playing a play, playing a baseball season in a sixty game season it, during a pandemic is no easy feat, and 
therefore, it's 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 clear that that you know no matter what the record books may say, there is no asterisk next to the uh, the 2020 Dodgers season. <laughs> this is a legitimate championship uh, won on on the field. They had the best team in the regular season. They had the best team in the playoffs. This this team was well deserved. Twenty seventeen, they should have won a title, stolen from them by the Houston Astros. Uh, you know, cheating throughout the throughout the the season and the playoffs, and probably Wait, the World many, Series. How many games and were there this season? They, they destroyed they destroyed uh, uh, Mike Bolsinger's career. He had to go to Japan. He had to go to Japan <laughs> to pitch after after he pitched against the Houston Astros in August in twenty seventeen because they were they were cheating so. They cheated so badly. They ruined a player's career. Think about that. Think about that's how that's how damaging their scheme was. And Yashio Puig deserves a championship. And and and, the, and anyway, like the point is that the, the the Dodgers have won. Clayton Kershaw's a champion. No one can take that away from him. Uh, and and that's all I have to say about that. I you, wonder I, what inspired that. I'm not going to argue with you, but so that's I mean, our show. <laughs> I mean, I like to see how they do in 162 games. Even, well, you know? yeah, and and that's that's fair. But you know what? The the, the some would say that the stresses of our time <laughs> are, are unique yes. in their own right. And if uh, they got into the World Series, they just probably would have lost it. Uh, no one needs to listen to anything that Seth has to say. Producer Seth at Lovespackle on Twitter, if you want to let him know how wrong he is about the Dodgers. Uh, the the point is this: uh, we don't know what has happened on November fourth, even though you're hearing this uh, uh, on then or later. Um, so hopefully, hopefully the good times are just gonna keep on rolling. I don't know. I don't know Hopefully. how to end this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there we, like we, this whole fast, at, fast. Oh God! I mean, be, there's nothing left to say after this. So, a vast. Jesus, Dustin. I mean, way to yeah. Let's just end the show. That's about Good right. Night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night.